Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies or television. I'm your host, Christian. Joining with me, as always, is Joseph. Yellow. And Ian. Hey, back again, guys. How you doing? We are going to take a look back on the year of 2018 and everything it held in film and television and just pop culture in general. Uh, 2018 was the birth of this podcast and its predecessor, Better or Worse than Transformers. Still in our archive. Big year for us. Yep. Big year for movies. It was, a, you know, it was a surprisingly good year for movies. I feel like it was kind of like a return to um, like blockbusters. Like, yeah. There was just like a movie every week. Which, people were in the theaters. People were talking about it. Which definitely there's pros and cons to returns to blockbusters, but for sure. Yeah, definitely for what it's definitely been a good year of content. The movies have yeah. all been good. Every month, a, there's been strong movies. I think it know? was a high quality, high bar of films, yeah. like across genre. Um, there were a ton of good animated movies this year. There were, yes, for I th- sure. I think there were some really good uh, blockbusters, um, yep. like high quality action films. The Oscar movies were good and interesting. That made money, like a star. Well, you know born. what? That's the great thing about Oscar movies this year is they have like wide appeal. Like there were Oscar movies that people wanted to see. Yep. Unlike the one about a woman having sex with a fish. <laughs> exactly. And, and Which, to be fair, we did see this year. Check out our, our podcast on uh, The Shape of Water from uh, March of this year. What I don't remember any of are comedies. Were there comedies in 2018? We weren't laughing much. Donald Trump's still president, so we weren't, yeah. we, we weren't laughing very often. No, you're right. No comedies. Well, it, it's funny because I just read an article about how moviegoership as a whole has risen this year. People going to the theater to watch comedies has gone down. I believe that. Um, well, I also think comedies have started to go more towards streaming stuff. Oh, like that's Net- what I'm Netflix. That's, that's they what can I'm afford yeah, that. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. The biggest comedy we had was uh, Night School. Like the only one who's making comedies right now is Kevin Hart. Like that, he's the only one who's getting a made. Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Like you know, if they're in it, it'll launch. Like Tiffany Haddish has a remix remake going right now of Mel Gibson's. That's not Tiffany Haddish. No, that's you're right. That's the other one. Yeah, Taraji, Taraji P. P. What yeah. women want? But those are the she. Those are the two. She's movies. got what men want. Uh, I didn't see Blockers, but I heard it was pretty funny. I just I like John Cena. Either. I think John Cena's got good comedic. Time, yeah, he does. But so uh, we Deadpool have a list. Two's kind of a comedy. Yeah, that Deadpool two. That's a good choice. Yeah. yeah, action and comic book movie as well. But so we have a list of. Uh, our own categories, I guess. We have, things we, we want to talk about. We have a list of a variety of things. I wanted to start off just talking about the things that, that made money this year and, and kind of the biggest year we've mm-hmm. had in quite a while. And there's been a lot of talk for this year, the previous year, probably since the Avengers came around about this concept of superhero fatigue. It's the idea that at some point we're going to hit peak superhero. Yeah. And, and people are not going to want to see that anymore. And it's going to be, you know, it'll be a dying art form. It doesn't appear to be the case. Four, uh, four of the top five movies, top grossing movies of this year, were superhero movies. In order, the top five grossing movies are Avengers Infinity War. Of course. Black mm-hmm. Panther. Yep. Uh, Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom. Incredibles 2 and Venom. I get Yeah, Incredibles 2 is a superhero movie. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. I um, guess I wouldn't normally put it in that category, it's, but it's, it totally is that. It's just funny to me. I, it, I, I feel like it's one of those things where... Go Chris Pratt, by the way, too. In 100%. The top five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like, and we've we've talked about this with with Marvel in general, but I think with general movie going audiences, especially because when you go to the theater now, you, like you have so many other options of things to watch at home. You don't go unless you're sure you're gonna like it. And I feel like mm-hmm. with a lot of the superhero things, it's more of a confidence in the product than it is anything else. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I I know what I'm gonna get. I know it's gonna be at least entertaining, if not more than entertaining. It's worth the value. I know I'm gonna pay. exactly. Yeah. I'm sure at some point that's got to change, but I mean. 
despite the fact that there's a lot of them, not many of them were bad. So I, I also wrote down the superhero movies we had this year. I think the quality of the, of the superhero movies has definitely gotten better. I think so, too, on yeah, average. Yeah. We got Black Panther, uh, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man, Aquaman, Venom, Deadpool 2, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and uh, Incredibles 2. And of that... I mean, Venom sucked, yeah, yeah. but you know, Wasp, people liked it. Ant-Man, Wasp, and Venom are the two worst ones on there. And, yeah. and those, are still pa- those are still entertaining. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're worlds better than X-Men Last Stand. Like, you know what we used oh, to yeah, get. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that standard, yeah. is, I think, has really gone up. Yeah, look, no, Venom's still bad. But, yeah, yeah the rest of them, for sure. Are. Look, End of the Spider-Verse, I'm not, I don't want to harp on this too long. Please go see it. It's a fantastic movie. It needs to make more money. Like it is just a, a darn good film. It gets all the love that Black Panther did. Black Panther's a great movie. People went to go see it. Into the Spider Verse needs to do the same. That's I'm just I just wanted we you talked know, about. Into it. the Spider Verse is good. I, I like a lot of decisions. Made. I'll talk more about it when I, when I watch. It's just it's, we'll get to it. We will been, get to it's it. It's been done so much. Oh man, Ooh, disagree. We got, we got feelings. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I I just wanted to touch on that. The the maintained prolificness of the superhero, the ma- maintained success of the superhero film, and kind of the the rising quality on yeah, average sure. that, that yeah. has you know it, it's it's kind of just been continually stepping up as as the studios I, compete for. Uh, I feel for like dollars. it's 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 getting hard for you know like the Oscars to ignore these films because mm. I think 2018 we had some great action movies. Yeah. Um, I would put Black Panther, Infinity War, and Mission Impossible uh, as three of my favorite movies of the year. Yep. I thought Fallout was phenomenal. Yep. And the action in that movie is incredible. It's really good. No, yeah. I would say Black Panther has a good shot of winning. Yeah. At, at the Oscars this year's best movie. And so I'm just have... saying we can't keep ignoring this category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think these this movies year, are getting good. I think this year is there's a lot of, I think it could break through. There's a lot year. of pressure for yeah. them to finally accept blockbuster movies. And that kind of leads me naturally into, you know, I just kind of want to go through kind of the t- cultural touchstones of the year. And it definitely starts with February this year was, was the release of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And it's already hard to remember a world where everyone hasn't seen Black Panther. Yeah. But that was literally January of this year. Yeah. Wait, you mean the cultural phenomenon? We started the podcast in February. Correct. For sure. <laughs> that weekend. That weekend. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, no, that, I, I thought Black Panther. I'd never seen a movie like I can't remember a movie like that where it was just like a tide. Like everyone was just everyone was talking about it. Everyone was mm-hmm. going to see it. You know what I mean? And like yeah. Marvel's so great, they did it twice this year. They did. Yeah. Um, but but that's the thing. Like Marvel made such a good decision in in getting Ryan Coogler, who uh, had uh-huh. directed Fruitvale Station and Creed, and giving him a lot of rain. The movie definitely could have been like an Ant Man. You know, it could, yep. have, it could yeah. have just been the, another bland origin to get another character into the universe. But instead, it was just kind of this this huge cultural change. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's, I mean, Marvel took a risk by doing it, but it's also they reaped the rewards by oh, for by, sure, by, yeah. by making that big that big uh, gamble on yeah. on kind of a. I think they were just smaller director committed to making truly a diverse film yes and uh there is the there's a the world's changing for sure and and people look for that in a film and uh it it definitely regular it was a it was a a gamble that paid off a hundredfold i mean Mm -hmm. fantastic and we, we also talked about in our news episode that uh Several people off the off the tails of this movie are, are getting good career work. Oh, for work. sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, the unexpected star of, of Black Panther, Winston Duke, who's Mbaka. So charming. He's so charming. He's in <laughs> he's in the new uh, Jordan Peele movie, and uh, Lupita Nyong'o, who's yeah. most famous before that from Twelve Years a Slave, mm-hmm. is now going on to get work pretty much. Yeah, well, anywhere. she was already because she'd been she Star was, Wars too. 
That's true. She wasn't. She's Maz Kanta. That's a fair point. So moving on for that, I also want to talk about. Uh, I think it was in March that it came out. Kind of a surprise hit. Uh, a Quiet Place, created oh, and directed yes. by God, John I love Krasinski. This movie. It was out it, of nowhere. It kind of came out of nowhere. We weren't really expecting. It was a low budget horror movie, but it. Uh, you know, we 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 liked it so much. We made a special episode for it. Yeah, yeah it's one of the few times, if the only time. It is the only time. <laughs> one of those movies that I hadn't watched the previews really for until it like come out. I don't think we were. I was really looking forward to it, and then um, just a cool concept that was executed well. That's a that's the crazy thing is the trailers never blew me away. Like I was curious to see this movie because I knew John Krasinski wrote and directed a horror movie starring his wife. Like that was the selling point to me of this film, and then I go and see it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is just a great movie. Like it, yep. it was it was a very entertaining experience. He looks so badass too in that movie. He John Krasinski, killer like, beard. He could definitely be Captain America. I hope that he is the next one. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah he I, almost was. Like, yeah, he was like, so close. <laughs> I see him. He he's definitely doing roles right now to try and pick up a superhero job. For you sure. can tell. Yeah, with Jack Ryan and all that. I mean, he's I'm buffed still, up. I'm still down with. He's the, doing the Chris Pratt thing where he's like he's trying to get his body he's right. He's so to get much it. better than Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Fantastic. I, I'm, still, I'm still oh, down he, with Mr. Fantastic. He would be. Per- I, all right, we need to start a hashtag Twitter, <laughs> Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. This one might come up a little bit later when we're doing our, our superlatives, but I also wanted to touch on Solo, which was kind of a big Disney yeah. Star Wars production that was probably, I mean, it's the first Star Wars movie that bombed. Yeah, also the most expensive Star Wars movie ever made. Is it really? Yeah. I did not know. Well, that's because they made 70% of a movie and then scrapped it and they started made two over of again. Them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but, we've talked a lot about why this movie didn't do well. Right, and, which is like, you know, because... As a whole, I think except for you, Ian, we mostly liked it, right? Yeah, I, I can't remember. What yeah, you I, Ian I don't and like Reagan was here, and Reagan didn't like yeah. it either, really. But um, I mean, I definitely think it's better than how it performed. But it, I, I you know, there are a lot of factors we talked about marketing. Mm-hmm. We talked about being too close to La- Last Jedi. Yeah, um, there, there were Star Wars, but it was definitely it caused Disney to like halt the brakes. You yep. know, the, they stopped production on that uh, the Ewan McGregor. Yep. Uh, Obi-Wan movie and who knows what other projects yeah, they might the have Boba had in the Fett works. Movie. The Boba Fett movie. You know, it, even even in this world where it seems like Disney's, you know, making all the money, doing all the all things. All wins. Yeah. They can they can yeah. uh they can still make their missteps and Well, cuz I think Disney but, was thinking like, "Hey, Star Wars can be like a two or three movie a year thing." And cuz it's like the Marvel universe. Yeah. Know? Well, all the Marvel movies are different. Star Wars is it's all the same kind of. It, you can do tweaks to it, but you can't make like different movies like you do i agree with you in that with solo it's attached to a character we already know yeah this was true for rogue one too because rogue one is essentially a prequel movie you can include rogue one into the episodes because it leads right up into a new hope if you were to make something completely different which is like maybe a like a romance you can't you know a romance or or like a a low a low level crime movie on coruscant where they're like no jedi There are like it's just like people robbing a space bank on Coruscant. You could make that movie, and you probably could release it the same year. But you can't keep making movies about the same characters yep. and expect me to pay to go see them multiple times a year, especially yeah. without Harrison Ford. Yeah, and well, I, even look at even look at you're talking about the Marvel. And I think is a great yeah. example. Ant Man is not in Infinity War, and Black Panther is in maybe 15 minutes of Infinity War. So the characters we really focus on in that movie, we don't get multiple movies of last year. No, I, I just think, yeah, I think it's it's not as diverse, but I don't know. I, 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 last Jedi has really also poisoned the well. For in, in, I think it has for a lot of people. A lot of people have a sour taste in their mouth for Star Wars after Last Jedi. Whether that's fair or not, that's just the truth. 
Yeah. It ruined Star Wars for a lot of people. I think we're finally getting past that. I feel like a lot of people are are now. Well, I think bringing JJ was smart. Well, I mean, we, we will let's, see. Let's get back to seven. I, seven made everyone feel good. <laughs> Eight made everyone feel bad. I yeah. I am interested to see how much of it lingers over when episode nine comes out next yeah. year. I think um, they, they were smart a year and a half now. It's going to be enough for us to be excited. I about. feel like people are starting to itch for Star Wars stuff. I'm, I'm interested. I'm I'm really interested to see what the general public what, feels about. Yeah. It when does point. the Mandalorian come out? Sometime this year. We don't know when Disney Plus. I think Maybe. that's another that's gonna have a big impact on everything. Yep. Yeah. I think I think Mandalorian I have I have a lot of high hopes for the Mandal- but if Mandalorian comes out and it's fucking dope and it's like a Game of Thrones in space, then you know what I mean? Or something like cool, mm-hmm. then that then you're gonna get excited again. But if it's shitty, they're gonna have a tough time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gonna blow up on social media. Look, Disney's already made their money back. Yeah, you know, oh, even yeah. with Solo not doing well, they've already made their four billion dollars <laughs> or whatever. They're fine. One of the other I, I don't I don't mean to make this all all uh Disney superhero nerd related. Disney owns the world, so it, everything it's, it's is hard, about Disney. It's hard to ignore <laughs> it because the biggest events of the year, it's you know mm-hmm. at least in the movies, have been from Disney. It's gonna uh, be the same next year too. It is <laughs> uh, Avengers: Infinity War, which is now one of the highest grossing movies of all time, made yeah. a little over two billion dollars this in year a, in the summer. Uh, so I got a question for you guys talking about these movies now. Now that we're a little further away, which do you think is a better movie, Black Panther or Infinity War? I mean, I stand by it's Black Panther. I 100% think it's Black Panther. I'm going to go Infinity War. Yeah, and, and it, you could argue both, but Black Panther, I just think, is... it's. I think Infinity War is a cooler movie, but Black Panther is better movie, has more from the sum of its parts. You know what I mean? Agreed. And I think that's what puts it over. I think Infinity War is a more difficult filmmaking challenge than Black Panther. Yeah. I but, also don't think that Infinity War is that great of a film. But I, 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 I get that you don't. I, I really, know. I really, <laughs> it's nowhere I mean, in a but I really think Ragnarok and those other two, those are the three best movies I've ever made almost. You know, you could you could quibble, but that's mm. how high the standards gotten yeah. for them now. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that that seems to be happening this year and will probably only get worse as time goes on is uh, each of these these big production companies seem to be wanting to create their own streaming service yes. to, to kind of capitalize yeah. on Very specific in- income. So Disney is launching their own service. Is it next year? Yeah, Disney 2019. Plus. Disney 2019. Uh, and DC has just r- released their own streaming service. They just started. DC like Universe. DC Universe. It's slowly turning back into cable. And it that, is. You're just going to pay like 60 bucks to get like the, the specific things. Yes. <laughs> Correct. They've, they've pulled it back over us somehow. <laughs> I mean, it, it it's kind of logical in the way that it, it worked out. Because each of these companies is thinking, well, I can make, I don't have to share my money yep. with Netflix. I can make my own yeah. money this way. And so you're right. At some point, we're going to have these little bundles where we're going to have to pay for this to get Netflix and the DC and, and HBO, and that's all we get. Yeah, they're different packages. Yeah, but look, if you get to pick and choose what you want, it's still better than cable, in my opinion. Yeah, because a third company is going to come in. They're going, we're going to offer you a discount on these if you just get these ones. Yep. Yes, it's, for sure. And Package that's a cable company. Bundling. 100%. <laughs> we should do that. We should we start do it the right first now. bundle. <laughs> right now. Uh, one of the other things, we, we actually touched on this with the Black Panther one. For, for the movie buffs out there, the uh, Academy of mm-hmm. Motion Pictures. Is that what they're called? Yes, Academy? whatever. Uh, the Academy of Motion Pictures announced earlier this year that they were going to introduce a uh, popular <laughs> oh movie Oscar. Or I forgot this was a thing. That screams is racist in Black Panther. <laughs> like, hey, we really want to give it an award because it deserves one, but we don't want him nominated for the real one. And then yeah. immediately backpedals. Yeah. Um, it just stunk is yeah it's it's a, it's an atrocious idea but it is you're right it's exactly <laughs> it's the academy recognizing that they need to modernize to find a way to incorporate mm-hmm. 
you know what people are seeing and and what movies are being made by these by these um, studios big studios but that you're right they don't want to they don't want to treat them as kind of these prestige nope. things which is bullshit because as we talked about the quality of these movies has only gotten better i mean yes. again black panther is a genuine cultural touchstone it mm-hmm. changed like there's a black pre-Black Panther. Panther world and a post-Black Panther world. Yeah, when they go to the King's world and he's coordinating, like yeah. that gives me the chills. It's fucking cool <laughs> every man. time. Like so, yeah. No, I, I think it 100 percent will get nominated though for the best. I think Oscar. so too, and I, I think it's probably my odds-on favorite to win with everything going on. I don't think it would win. I don't think it's gonna win. I think it could win, but it, I think I think it's a step in the right direction that it will sure. probably get nominated. Because I think you could satisfy Star Is Born. That's the one everyone wants to win by giving it to Gaga. For song and actress, and then Black Panther gets movie, and I think everyone's satisfied then. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It'll well, be interesting. Yeah. The only other big news thing I don't know what else you got on there, but you have included is that Disney is getting Fox, which is oh, a, that is a big thing that that's I a very over. big one. So so uh, they, it, it's film and television, right? Or is I don't it just think. Film? I think it's just film. Okay, so yeah, no, uh, Disney acquired the Twentieth Century Fox. Twentieth Century Fox's film production company, and we'll get all the rights. Well, so. Early on, Marvel sold a lot of their original film rights to their properties to Fox, mm-hmm. including Fantastic Four and the X-Men notably. Um, and along with several other, you know, anything that 20th Century Fox owns, they will also be getting their own their mm-hmm. own Marvel characters back to, to use on screen. So, I mean, that's, I mean, it's the rich getting richer. They're, they're getting more yeah. of everything. But... Honestly, I'm okay with it because they've done good stuff with everything they've had so far. It's the perfect time to do it because you end Infinity War with the snap that resets the universe. And now there's mutants. Yep. And now there's the Fantastic Four. And yep. it's like just you don't even the, have to do origin stories. Like they just it, have it, been yeah, there. And, and, yeah. and it actually makes sense in their continuity, yeah. which is fucking crazy. Like they couldn't have planned it any better. No, it just happened to be work out the best way. I it know. Could. Like that's luck. You know and, what I'm really most excited yeah. for is 20th Century Fox said, "Hey James Cameron, you can make five Avatar movies." And then they started closing, and they're like, "You can make two Avatar <laughs> movies, <laughs> and if they're good, maybe Disney will do more." And and Bob Iger's like James Cameron. Those were two good Avatar movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. it. We need to get James Cameron off Avatar. He's I will say he's this. too talented. I want him to do something cool. Maybe Disney has spent a lot of money making an Avatar Land at Disney World. Yes. So. They probably are going to be pumping out well, some Avatar said. movies. I saw it right in an interview where he's like, at this point, Disney's more invested in Avatar than anyone because of Avatar Land. Yeah. He's like, it's only good news for me. Yeah. yeah. But that man doesn't need to make ten, spend 10 years making a fucking <laughs> alien planet about the water. He already has. <laughs> yeah. Almost two decades he spent to this. Like, when he's when on his deathbed, I don't think he's going to look at that as time well spent. Building submarines, <laughs> making Avatar movies. Yeah. That's James Cameron's <laughs> midlife crisis. Yep. So as as we're just going through the things, I I figured we'd I thought we'd knock out just kind of some some superlatives, some categories, cool. and, and uh, see what our opinions are on, on on some of the movies and TV shows and things from this year. So I figured we start with what do we think is the uh, the best movie of 2018? Oh, it's Star Wars. <laughs> That's the best movie of 2018. I, see, I was thinking because I just you haven't watched Vice yet, right? No, I haven't. Seen I'm Vice sitting yet. watching Vice, and I went to law school, so I'm in the political science i mean it's like a like it's like a, the big short is a financial lecture mm-hmm. this is a political science lecture and it's just so well done and so interesting christian bale's so good as dick cheney i but I, it's between those two but i still think a star is born's a tad vice better. vice is my competitor i haven't seen but, it yet, but i have big but i think it. dick cheney he's gonna win christian bale should win the oscar over bradley cooper yeah he's that good 
But I think, I don't know, I'm going to go different. I'm going to say Vice. Just because you, okay. you want a Star Wars I think Vice is probably the best movie. I'm also going all the way different. I'm still sticking with Isle of Dogs by Wes Anderson from earlier this year. On you our last you podcast, do. you said Into the Spider-Verse was probably better than Isle and of I was, Dogs. And I was riding high. And I, and <laughs> That's I, me. Hold on. I get excited after watching a movie, so I can say that. I've, I've come back down, and I'm standing by Isle of Dogs. Uh, In the, my best Joseph voice possible. You're wrong, but okay. <laughs> You know, it's, it's Wes Anderson. There's nobody who makes movies like him, and I think it's one of his best. So, I, to me, that's my favorite one that I've seen this year. I think it is the best movie. Um, is, is that's not an easy watch, though? Is it? It's not. No, it's a super. What the fuck? It's a it's super easy. Whatever. Easy watch. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's what I heard. Um, I don't know why I start with best movie. That's kind of a big one to start off on. But hey, here we go. Do we want to talk about what? Wait, maybe we should edit that out then. That's fine. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. The. Uh, I don't actually know if I've seen any new TV shows this year, but what was what was the best TV that y'all have watched this year? I wrote two. Okay, go ahead. I've, I've only seen two. The two that I said, I wrote Jack Ryan from uh, Amazon, and I watched Haunting a Hill House on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say Hill House was like, Hill House is dope. I didn't it, like the last episode, but I dug it, but up it, until that. I can see it, but if anyone had ever like lost the good part, and I mean, if you like horror stuff, I would... Real, real good. There's some good scares on Haunting a Hill House. Yes. I like that show. Best thing I watched this year? Gosh, t- TV-wise? I don't know. Uh, probably Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which is yeah, not, new, not new, but is new to me. So that's my pick. Actually, best new show that, that just came out this year, Dragon Prince by the, uh, the creators Ask of Dragon Avatar. Prince. I quite liked that. Um, but otherwise, you guys are watching way too much animation. Well, yes, that's, you're not wrong. We are adult. <laughs> you guys, need, we watch a wall of animation. <laughs> you guys need to turn this. You guys need to do an anime podcast too, because you guys. Know don't, I think you love anime more than movies. We don't watch enough <laughs> anime to do an that's anime podcast. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a new show that came out this year that I really liked. And but, I really don't know. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, uh, as far as has any new seasons come out? This has to be. What about like a new season of anything that you guys like? BoJack Horseman. Yeah, I, I you know I still love. Bo- it wasn't my favorite season, but it's still. I mean, comparatively to other stuff, it's still great. You know, I've, I've been watching The Good Place and mm-hmm. uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, which are still stellar shows. Is Killing Brooklyn Nine Nine good? Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine is great, and the new season's coming out uh, early January. Because uh, I like The Office, and someone told me it's kind of something it, has a tone of that. I don't know. If yeah. that's true, but I I think it's really good. It, I and this is coming from someone who doesn't really like Andy Sam, Andy Samberg's style of humor, but they use him well. Like they use his ridiculousness well in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, th- those are, those are what I can think of for the. For While this you year. guys are talking about that, I'm gonna Google what the 2018 best TV shows just to see if we have any other ideas we're missing. I know people really like that uh, Julie Roberts show on Amazon. Oh yeah. oh yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't know that I also, know. the show with Richard Madden from Game of Thrones, The Bodyguard. Yeah, people do love that uh, one. I don't watch it, but I know people rave. Apparently, about it's show. like dope as shit, and it's like got a bodyguard vibe. Killing Eve was another one. It's from who did The Night Manager, and it's got oh. um, apparently Susan Breer did. It. It's another like uh, limited edition six run miniseries. I liked The Night Manager. You never watched that, did you? Ian? No, I wanted to, but I hate Tom Hiddleston. I hate Tom that's Hiddleston why I as a lead role. That's why I told you to watch it because it might change your opinion. I couldn't. I couldn't get over it. Him in like I'll tell you, him in fucking Kong Skull Island. No, that'll still ruin you. That's fair. <laughs> in his tiny ass t-shirt. Yeah, I know it. I know it. I'm that with you. I guess. I only so watched sad. a couple of new shows. Like really, Haunting Hill House probably wins. Yeah, I think TV maybe it's like becomes for me. I don't watch it as much because there's just so much. It's overwhelming. That's fair. I don't know it's it's to hard to get invested in. into a new thing. And everything's critically acclaimed because there's so many people reviewing shit. You can just... Every, everyone has said something good about everything that 
I don't know. A lot of it's shit. But if it has more than ten episodes, I'm not watching it. Yep. That's already yeah. my first requirement. I'm ah. gonna I'm gonna watch Game of Thrones this year. That's the one I'm staying on. But other than that, I've lost. I don't. Yeah. I yeah. I also oh don't watch things that are more than thirty minutes anymore. My yeah. for for me TV really this year was a lot of watching things that like I hadn't either watched in a long time or and I wanted to go back and rewatch or um, things I had never watched that people like recommended to me it mm. wasn't a lot of like trying to stay on top of it I yeah. mean there was no no stranger things so I didn't uh... what we're thinking what we think now is we're talking about this is like it's always everyone's talking about the rise of TV but maybe this year is movies kind of kicking butt back you know what I mean because yeah. I watched yeah. a lot more movies yeah, in film theaters really came than back TV this year. shows yeah. you know what I mean every month had a movie I wanted to see and I went and saw but TV there was this was much. the first year in a long time I feel like that I, I would say movie studios can be competitive with streaming services. Yeah. Yep. yeah, and I also think just like all those classic shows I loved are all over now and they haven't been replaced. Mm-hmm. Like the Breaking Bads, the you know, the Wires, the Game of like, you know, and mm-hmm. Game of Thrones has been off so long it's almost like it they just yeah. haven't they haven't brought yeah, yeah, anything sure. new that mm-hmm. well that actually leads me to uh what was the best streaming movie this year that y'all y'all think? I, I have two in mind that I wrote down. Uh Ballad of Buster Scruggs. That was gonna be one of my top ones too. Uh that's probably my winner. And then I, I really liked the wanted to talk about that Black Mirror episode. I thought that was really good. Uh, as a streaming, it's a streaming. oh the one that just came out yeah, yeah Bandersnatch, Bandersnatch. Um, I, that really stuck out to me um, I don't want to we'll talk about that more when, when we talk about what we watched but I would say Ballad of Buster Scruggs if you have anyone hadn't seen it Coen Brothers it feels a little disjointed at times but I think all the stories are good there's nothing bad there I uh, I would also probably say Ballad of Buster Scruggs as my favorite streaming movie of the year. The only the only one I didn't like is the James Franco one. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, See, I even thought the irony in that was okay, but get, it was the weakest. I just get turned off to anything with James Franco at this point. For sure. I mean, I don't want to go too deep into it because I'm not. You know, we're not here to review Ballad of Buster Scruggs, yeah. and it's been covered at length on this podcast yep. by all of you. But yeah, that one to me, like the point that they're trying to make, the irony or the even almost like. Uh, I feel like all, all those kind of play on a trope of the Old West. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was the weakest one of them. But Yeah. I'm also, I, I think I'm going to end on Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is boring for a podcast, but I think it might just be the best thing that's mm-hmm. out there. Um, I did just watch Roma, which is Alfonso Cuaron's uh, movie on Netflix. It's kind of the, their definite prestige mm-hmm. entry for the year. And it's, the th- it, it's, it's both... Everything you expect it to be in a negative way and everything you expect it to be in a positive way. Like, it's definitely, like, bullshit pandery to the the Oscar committee. Um, but it's also, like, I mean, he, the dude has a visual flair that nobody yeah, else does. Yeah, yeah. It does it, look like it's trying to beat you over the head with fucking pandering sentimental drama bullshit. It's not It's not <laughs> sentimental, but, I mean, like, it's, it's more artsy than it is yeah. a story, you know? Yeah. Um, but, it, I mean... From from a filmmaking perspective, it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. So, what was the um, Amazon one with Steve Carell? Yeah, that was the other one I was just going to talk about. It's Beautiful Boy. Beautiful Boy. Beautiful yeah. Boy is another one that that uh, is is really good. Probably not as good as Ballard or Buster Scruggs, but Timothy uh, Chalamet mm-hmm. is is fucking awesome in that movie. Yeah. What do you, since since there's such competition between the uh, the services now? What do you guys think is the best streaming service? Because I mean, Netflix used to have kind of a stranglehold on it when they first started out but i feel like there's a lot of different options out there and they're all mm-hmm. kind of bringing different things to the table now i'm still gonna go netflix because i feel like the quality i feel like there were a lot of critique of netflix for a while like yeah you had you know like you said it, it was the dominant force in the market and because of that 
I think its issues were brought to light much more, maybe much more apparent. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I feel like they've addressed those issues. I mean, the content on Netflix, in my opinion, the original content has gotten a lot better. Yeah. And uh, even just like, I was scrolling through Netflix the other day and I'm seeing the quality of movies they have on there. Mm -hmm. It's still superior to Amazon or Hulu, Mm -hmm. I think. But yeah, speaking of that, uh, two more I just thought of Mowgli, uh, this Andy Serkis Jungle Book is is awesome. That's another. Oh, I thought it was horrendous. Oh, I liked it. I I, thought it was horrible. It's a dark take. And then um, the uh, Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell. Also, holiday movie, very funny. So those are two more. But no, I would say agree with you. Netflix is, I think, because they've been, they they were ahead of the curve and realizing people were going to start taking back their shit. So they've got, they've started making their own stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think they have more original content than any of the other ones. Yeah. Who, they do have some cool stuff. Like one of them may have Seinfeld, one of them, but Netflix has some of all that plus so much of their own shit. Yeah. And I think that's what kind of sets them Mm -hmm. apart. But I I do think Disney Plus is going to be. I think that's the one. I think that's Disney Plus one. is going to skyrocket past. Yeah. That's gonna that's gonna beat Netflix down real quick. Yeah, it'll at least be the one that's most competitive. Yep. It'll it'll hurt Hulu and it'll hurt Amazon Prime. Yeah, um, I, I will agree that I think Netflix still has the best like original options. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think you know. I, I I haven't watched a lot of them, which is kind of part of the problem. But Amazon has a lot of ones that are the most acclaimed. Mm-hmm. But I think there's more variety on Netflix for you know whatever mm-hmm. your tastes are. Um, I've been really pleased with Hulu this year. Um, they, they recently added their like live TV service and everything. And I just think their movie selection is substantially different from everybody, everybody else's. And so a lot of times I'll look for something on Netflix or Amazon or something or somewhere else that I cannot find. And Hulu almost always has it. The thing that Hulu has that has been very beneficial to me this year is it has a lot of anime. It has a fuck ton of anime. <laughs> That's fair. That is specifically for you and me. <laughs> So let's see, what else we got on here? Uh, we want to talk about the biggest flop of this year. So something that was expected to make money that did not make money. So the one I, I instantly thought was Robin Hood. Oh, oh yeah. That's a good they, one. That is a good one. They need that's to stop good. giving them Guy Ritchie movies. That wasn't Guy Ritchie. Was that Guy Ritchie? It, no. it feels like a it fake looks Guy like Ritchie. It's it it 100% <laughs> a fake Guy Ritchie film. So, yeah. But uh, Jamie Foxx, Taron Edgerton, apparently it costs $100 million, And I just read, when I was coming up here, I was re- trying to read about this. It only made $76 million. And that's, and that's without funny. advertising. Yeah, so that's, that, that's advertising. like a, a bad... A Bad sync, and I didn't watch it because. And I love, I love Robin Hood. You guys know we do Kevin Costner Robin Hood is We're my aware. shit. I wouldn't even fucking walk into this movie working. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. Wouldn't even clean it after it was so bad. You didn't. I mean, there was nothing to clean. <laughs> Nobody was in the theater. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, my, I'm going financial. I'm going to say First Man, uh, directed by Damien Chazelle. Well, biggest or we biggest disappointment too. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, too. either okay. yeah. Uh, Sorry, Ryan Gosling. Movie had fantastic reviews. There was a lot of excitement about it. Yep. Um, people, some people even said it was Damien Chazelle's best movie, and the guy's batting a thousand, and nobody went to go see it. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are genres of movies that uh, just don't have a place anymore, and like the historical space movie. Don't get me wrong, I love like uh, what is it, all the right stuff and Apollo thirteen. Those yeah. are great, great films in my opinion. I still wasn't like super into going to see this one in the theater, and I don't know that there's really a huge market for historical space drama anymore. It's a shame because yeah. that that movie was yeah really good, but and now I, it's not getting any award love either. No, yeah, it's a, the thing with that movie. I watched it is um it's a cold movie. Neil Armstrong was a was a cold guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he lost his daughter when he was young, and like it's shot cold. 
So it's like it's not an inviting. Ryan Gosling's so good at that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and it's like it's not an inviting movie. Yeah, I mean, it's if him you and watch Drive it, the whole yeah. time, and it's like it's nuts and bolts about like how they went to the fucking moon. Hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like it's not. It's just it, it's not an inviting movie. So I could see why it was turned off, but yeah. it's yeah. well done and it's it's really good. So yeah, it's it's a we it's a weird movie. If you watch it, I'd, I'd love to know what you guys think. Yeah, yeah, no, I plan to when yeah. I whenever it comes on a stream yeah. service. <laughs> um, mine was was kind of a, a logical one for this list solo. Oh, Ooh, it's a good yeah. One. Per- it, that's the, it, probably the most obvious. There was, there was, uh, yeah. There's so much expectation laid on, on it. It's a Star Wars movie. Star Wars movies have always done well. Mm. And then, you know, one, they went super over budget with it, with, with the reshooting the whole movie, and then no one came to see it. We went to see it, but yep. it looked like that was just about it. I also own it. I bought it. Did you really? So I've given money to it twice. Um, yeah. I try to watch it at home. I cannot make it through that. That's oh, so I've funny. watched it like three times. I, yeah, I keep falling asleep. It's just I can't make it through the train heist in the, even in the beginning. Wow, you fall asleep quickly. <laughs> yes, yeah, I mean I don't like that movie. Does not speak to me. Fair enough. Uh, do we want to talk about so that those are like financial consumer mm-hmm. flaws? Do we just want to talk about personal what what we found the most disappointing this year? What we were looking forward to but didn't Jurassic World up? Fallen Kingdom. Oh yeah. See, oh, I, I kind of like that movie. <laughs> no, I, the trailers, I was all in on all yeah. the trailers. I liked the first half of that movie a lot. The first half on the island, I dig. Yes. It's fine. The whole part in the mansion is some of the worst Jurassic Park ever. I agree, but at least they went for it. It wasn't more, it was something new. You know, it was like, let's make it a haunted house kind of thing. That but movie it didn't al- work. Almost a beat for beat remake of Lost World. And Lost World, in my opinion, is the worst it's of the, the first three. Yeah. So this one's, it's, it's, it's Lost World. And then it's Lost World with Chris Pratt's acting ability. So it's just not <laughs> great. They advertise the return of Jeff Goldblum, who's in it for 45 seconds. And he's only sitting in one chair in one <laughs> scene. Yeah. That was Just so he ridiculous. can say life finds a way or whatever all, again. Yeah, all, all of the stuff that he <laughs> has already said. Already, yeah, it's already in the trailer. All the uh, stuff in the movie. That movie is a huge disappointment, and the fact it's one of the top three highest grossing movies this year proves that the world is full of a bunch of idiots. Yeah, you want me to go? Yeah, what do you think? I don't have one. Either. For me, it's probably uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Ooh, sure. um, that's a good one. I and look, it's one of those things. Where I I don't even know if I had that high of expectations because I know we talked about mu- mm-hmm. music biopics are by and large very by the numbers. Mm-hmm. But even so, it, it just I didn't really like Rami Malek's performance. It was also cold and I you know very very mm-hmm. distant to me, and it was just such a mess. And there there are redeeming bits to you it. Again, I think the, the the last third of the film. Besides the Live Aid concert, is pretty good, but it does not redeem yeah, the that, complete mess of the rest of the yeah. movie for me. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, well, fuck you. That Live Aid concert at the end is pretty cool. No. It's terrible. <laughs> I would say Pacific Rim Uprising. Was that this year? In March. That feels like forever ago. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I talk about it a lot on this podcast. Or it's I like have. your favorite movie. Yeah, I love Pacific Rim. I watched that movie so many times, and this second one was fucking awful. I watched it once and never thought about it again. Yeah, yeah it proves how long a year is because I totally forgot that came out this yeah. year. Yep, I totally agree. That actually leads me to I wanted to see if, you know, a lot of times we'll come in, we'll do our reviews the week after or sometimes like the day after we go see a movie. And, uh, you know, I know I know pretty much everybody has kind of a recency bias. You get excited, you get strong opinions off off the, you know, right off the get-go, and then you might soften or, or you know, things change over time. Some of it affects more more than others, <clears throat> Ian. But uh, 
You know, I just wanted to, I wanted to see now that now that the year has passed, are there any movies that that you came down hard on either either positively or negatively that have have swayed quite a lot since then? That's a good question. I got to run through. I'm running through all the movies. Well, I'll, I will start with mine because yeah. it's actually one that Christian's already mentioned. Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. I came down really hard on it, and I did not like it. And you know what? The more I think about it, I was like, you know what? It's kind of fun. It's not good. It's still not good, but it's it's entertaining. It doesn't make sense, but the cinematography in that movie is incredible. Like, it's a way yep. better made movie than it should have been. Oh, there are great shots in that film. Uh, and, the, like, I probably still wouldn't re-enjoy watching it, but my, my memories of it as I'm replaying, it's like, oh, yeah, that little bit was funny. Even the dumb, like, when they're drawing the blood from the T-Rex, it doesn't make any fucking sense, but I enjoyed that whole sequence. Yeah. That movie, I think we talked about it when we first did the podcast for it. I would love for Jay Bayona, or whatever say his name, to make another Jurassic Park movie. Because yep. there's arguably one of the most well-made ones. Agreed. Yep. The disappointing part is, like, the plot or some of the acting in it. Uh, but I think for me, it's um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I, I, I talked about it a couple weeks ago on here. Like, I went back and rewatched that movie recently, and I enjoyed it way more the second time. I didn't have near as many problems with it. And uh, for I think the, what got me was the first time I watched it, it felt like nothing after Infinity War. Like, Infinity War carries yeah. so many emotions, and the stakes are so high. And when you watch Ant-Man and the Wasp, you're like, okay, but why do I give a shit? Yeah. Like, uh, but... Once I, that wasn't a problem. I had already gotten that out of the way the first time. I really enjoyed the humor in it. I enjoyed the relationship between Scott and his daughter. Um, I'm fine with the, you know, the plot's fairly simple and it's okay. It works in its favor. I think Ghost is fairly interesting if just not given enough to do in the film. Like, uh, I, I think that movie is, is, is a perfectly. It's serviceable. Yeah. Totally fine Marvel movie. Yeah. I agree with that. Mine would be uh, Ready Player One. That's fair. Uh, Ray Player One's a fucking big piece of shit. That actually, and <laughs> that actually we all didn't. Re- if we didn't recognize that in the moment, we were all wrong. Okay, I've watched reruns <laughs> Ray Player One several times. I like that movie every time I that watch it. That movie's a big piece of the, shit. The more times it, I think about it, the farther <laughs> I come down on it. Also, so that's actually a good a good choice. <laughs> like all it is is, hey, I'm gonna beat you over the head with '80s references because you love the '80s. But the the animation kind of sucks too. the The best scene in that movie is copying a movie that the shining that is also that's, true that's all i like about that movie and all it is copying i could go watch the original so kind of fuck that movie fair no I, I think that's a super fair choice um so i that, love that movie uh so that brings me to what i think is is the most important award that we're going to give this year as uh, as you the listener may know uh we here at real phonies rate all of our movies better or worse than michael bay's transformers <laughs> yeah. which as you know is the most mediocre movie ever made yep. everything that's ever been made and never will be made is either better or worse than michael bay's transformers so th- this year i want to know what was the most transformers movie i'll go right off the bat because i, I want i have mine already ready. i know i know exactly but go ahead <laughs> do you know what exactly oh should we write it down no, 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 go, no, go, go, go 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 because because mine is ant-man and the wasp that's okay, a very that's fair, fair choice. Yeah. That's I, a, I, we, I, as for what you basically just said yeah, too when i first watched it i was adamant it was worse than transformers yeah and so saying it's equal to Transformers is a step up yeah. for me. Yeah. It's like, it's right there. I think yeah. that's a good choice. Mine is, and you're probably going to hate this, mine's Venom. I think, oh, really? I think the more I get away from Venom, like... God, that they movie's just horrible. Went, they went for basically Jim Carrey's The Mask. and That's it, not a good thing. It doesn't work all the way, but there's some stuff in there that I like. I like the Venom kiss. 
I like oh my God. I like Woody Harrelson's obscene wig at the end of the movie. Like, there's some good stuff there. You just talked of <laughs> shit on Ready Player One and its animation and the CGI in it. That is some of the worst CGI <laughs> ever put on film. Yeah, but it's a live action. There's only a little bit of shitty CGI. <laughs> I mean, hold on. It's, it's not a good movie. It's a Transformers line. It's okay. We're... Oof, man. <laughs> Uh, Joseph's so silent. He's like, "Fuck that piece." Of uh, no, I still haven't seen it. But I think it's really funny because I know Christian oh, really hated God, it. Have you seen it? I still haven't seen it. Oh, I would love. To, yeah, that's another one. I'd love to see oh. it. You're gonna hate it. You're right. <laughs> it's so bad. Mine is Deadpool too. Oh, that's not a bad one either. Um, there are there's plenty to like about Deadpool. Mm-hmm. There's also plenty to hate in Deadpool too. And so the the good parts are just enough to carry the movie and make it a perfectly fine watch and don't think about it too hard or you'll get very angry. Yep. So to me it's a fair it's a it's a Transformers. I mean movie. I've talked how much I hate one and I I think that's a good point. Two's like I would think that is on the line. You know what I mean? Cuz it's it's the, a better movie. The, the Vanessa stuff it's stupid. It's not good. Yeah. Um, uh, that really pulls that movie down. The end does. But, uh, yeah, the ending, really. But, the you know, the action's fun. The jokes are funny. Josh Brolin's fine in it. I like yeah. uh, Domino in it. Like, they're, they're you know, just like I talk about Deadpool. Deadpool's, like, equal positives, equal negatives, make it a perfectly mediocre, fine. Deadpool 2 is the same thing to me. Do you, have you guys seen that again since theaters? No. no. Me neither. If, if, they, if the whole movie was just the putting together, like, the X-Force or whatever mm-hmm. they, they call it, It'd be a pretty good movie because I think that yep. that is that's the strength. It's yeah. right in the middle and it's the best part. Mm. See, that's why I think if they do the third one as X Force, I'll like it more because like like Iron Man, I hate Tony Stark as the main character, yeah, but I love him in Avengers movies. as an ensemble. Yeah. I think yeah. I'll love Deadpool more as an ensemble. Yeah, um, but I think that's it. Does anybody have any other uh, things categories they want to talk about? I was just saying best action scene. Okay. I wrote down a few of them that I or best scene in general. It could be any scene, uh, individual scene. Um, Halo jump and Fallout's yep. my favorite. Yeah, no, so that, for, for for action, anything in in Fallout yeah. is incredible. I would say the bathroom fight scene, the Halo jump, I have written yeah. down. That island explosion scene in Jurassic World, mm, yeah, is yeah. pretty cool. Where like he goes over the cliff in the gyroscope. The Shining in Ready Player One is a fucking cool ass scene. It is. Uh, and I wrote X Force. Deadpool too. Yeah, no, I think that's that's one of the best ones. Yeah, yeah. and uh, then Black Panther versus. Uh, Killmonger? Killmonger. Yeah. At the, the first or second time? Where I think we're Killmonger. The first time. Yeah, where yeah. Killmonger yeah. throws him over the cliff. Definitely. Yeah, that's the best. Uh, I would still put, I don't know, you, we'll talk more about yeah. it, but Miles' first swing through New York and into the Spider-Verse is a fantastic yep. scene. Um, that's, that's another. I've seen that, and, and I would agree. The uh, the first time they sing Shallows and A Star is Born. Yes. Yep. Yes. That's fantastic scene. I'm trying to think of some more. Uh, in First Man, when he... Uh, Tries to go to the moon. I forget what flight it's called, but and he doesn't fail and he crashes. And it's like this. It's the opening of the movie, and it's the shot from inside the cockpit and like the rattling and the smoke. It's so crazy. Hmm. So I would I would say that one's up there too. Yeah. There was this is a good year for movies. It is a good year for movies. And what um, about Infinity War? Anything? See, nothing Infinity War. The no, no, the the, the, the battle against Thanos on uh, Titan, Titan is really good. Yeah, you're right. Such a fantastic use the of Doctor Strange's yeah. powers. Uh, I was just I just read some Doctor Strange comics and uh the whole time I was thinking about us talking about how good they use him in Infinity War and the other thing I, I really like in Infinity War is I like um it's actually one of my favorite comedic scenes I've seen all year is the Thor Guardians meetup the first time they meet that scene is fantastic it's yep. funny 
Yeah. I know you don't like I Infinity don't like War, but I, I, I think that's, that is a great combination of those characters and a good way to mesh those two worlds that have been different. One more also came to mind is Incredibles 2, the train scene yeah, the train with good. Elastigirl. That's with also the, a movie. With the, bike, with the bike. That's also a movie I've come down worse on since I saw it. Yeah. Interesting. I, I don't think Incredibles 2 is as good as I thought it was. I also, I, I also really like the scene where uh, she's like infiltrating where the, the, what is the name of the, the villain? Uh, you're right. But it's Hit like no girl. Hit, it no, it's no. not. But it's like it's the fake. It's the <laughs> yeah, when you yeah, find the out fake the fake hideout yeah. where she's like sneaking in, and there's like the fight sequence mm-hmm. in the room. It's that's a, that's a really cool, well done scene. I don't know. Yeah, no, there's I mean, the Jack Jack scene. How could I forget that? Oh, yeah, Jack Jack right. scene is a great that scene. That could be the, the my winner. <laughs> you're right. Could be the winner. Oh man. But you're right. The Halo jump scene is if I was gonna pick an action scene, it's the it's Halo incredible. Jump scene is is the coolest thing I've seen in film in a long time. I don't. I, I I had some negative things to say about it at the time, and I still do. But the giving birth scene in a quiet place is one of the best like tension builder scenes. Oh, yeah. yeah, like I was on the edge of my seat while that was going on. One more actually, Halloween. Um, there's a like a four minute tracking shot uninterrupted where Jason's going door to door killing people on Halloween. That's a dope fucking scene. Mike Myers, but yes. Yeah, yeah, I always do that. I know. <laughs> sure, they're the same person. It's like he was waiting. He, like, he kind of like backed up and was waiting for this. <laughs> no, I was, I was like getting ready to knock it out of the park. Um, but cool. Uh, so, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, this is yeah. a good year for movies. I'm, I'm hoping 2019 kind of follows suit. Great year to start a movie podcast. It is a great year to start a movie fad, podcast. Um, and on that note, thank you guys, uh, everybody who's been listening so far. We're planning on plowing through for, uh, you know, 2019 and beyond for as, as long as we can. But I hope everybody's had a good holiday season and uh, we're, we're excited to start the new year with you guys. Um, and on that note, what have you guys been watching well, as, as we come into the new year? First, I got a lot of them. Yeah, I got a lot too because, I mean, we've been well, off for two weeks for the holidays. Let's power through them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing Harry Potter, so I watched Deathly Hallows Part 1 and 2. And, uh, man, it's amazing. Some of the stuff that she, like, doesn't give a lot of time in the book. And they put, like, for example, the Battle of Hogwarts is two hours of a movie. Yep. And it's, like, 20 minutes of reading. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not that important. But it's pretty important in the movie. (laughs) But it's really cool in the movie. It's really cool to watch. (laughs) Deathly Hallows Part 2 might be the most... Like one of the most entertaining rewatchable movies. Like you just easily pop it in. That scene when he first shows up at Hogwarts and they're Snape's like giving. They're all in the Great Hall mm-hmm. and he's walking and Harry just walks out. And I'm like, God, I love that scene. It's fantastic. I started. I'm really late to the game on this, but comedians and cars getting coffee. I love uh, that show. It is fantastic, yeah. man. I love that show. It seems like something you'd hate, but yeah. It, uh, <laughs> I love it. And what I really love about it is that Jerry Seinfeld calls out a lot of celebrities on their bullshit. Yeah. Like, for example, Zach Galifianakis is just like bitching about being a celebrity and how how difficult it is going places and people want to talk to you. And Jerry's like, man, you're filthy rich because you made a hangover movie. And these people get six months of joy because you said hello to them one time. Is it really that bad? And Zach's like, but they like came to my house. He's like, all you have to do is wave. Just wave, and they're happy, and they're fine, and they can go on about their life, and you're still filthy rich. I just feel like, like, oh, I don't know. That just feels like something that Jerry Seinfeld would complain about. Also, he's driving these ridiculous, like, the whole concept of someone, com- ah, I hate that. The, the, the whole idea of someone Joseph's like... Joseph's head just exploded. No, dude, it did. I can't watch Zach Galifianakis anymore No, that, that's that. fine, but I mean, His like, opinion is garbage. Yeah. He's a douchebag. I've seen him on shit in but, interviews. But, but Seinfeld is constantly just rubbing in everyone's faces how much more money he makes than everyone else. It's amazing to me how many more people, if you watch, really watch the show, they bring it up. 
Yeah. Like they say it and he's like, or the Sarah Jessica Parker, when they're talking about tipping and he, she's like, uh, I mean, you know, $10, that's 20%. And he's like, they're literally like Jerry Seinfeld and Sarah Jessica Parker at their table. And you want to leave them $10. Like there's a part, like, he's like, how cheap are you? Like he knows it, but I mean, he plays into it in a way that I think makes him, I don't know, more endearing, more honest about it. It doesn't feel fake or bullshitty. Like, he addresses the fact that he's a billionaire. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I kind of Well, the thing is, also, I like about it is that he gets the guests to, like, they're, they're really talking to him. Yeah. Like, he gets Obama to talk to him, and, like, Obama's, like, opening up a bit. Howard yep. Stern, like, is, they're actually, like, they're not giving him, like, you know, bullshit that bullshit answer. speaks. Yeah, yeah, they're actually talking about their lives. And, like, you get a little, you get to know him a little bit more. Yeah. That's what I, I like. I about like it. that show. Yeah. Uh, I knew, I knew so Joseph would hate <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, I hate it's it not so for much. Joseph at all. Uh, I watched Heartbeats Loud, uh, which is pretty good. It's better than Transformers. It's not fantastic. Do you guys see that movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about a guy and his daughter. They start a band, and well, he think he wants to start a band. She doesn't. They record a song and put it on Spotify. It's got uh, what's his face with a beard from Parks and Rec. Um, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. I watched the Battle Buster Shrugs, which we talked about. It's better than Transformers. I really liked it. I won't go into too many specifics because I, Ian, Joseph, and Hurt have all talked about it on different <laughs> episodes of this podcast. Yep. Uh, I finally watched Theory of Everything, and look, never seen it. Is it pandering bullshit? <laughs> He's yes. fantastic in it, but that movie is slow and it's boring. <laughs> and uh, I get. You know, someone can be really good in a thing, and that thing still not be that good. Oh, for yeah. sure. And that's what I think theory yeah. of everything Bill is. Bill Nighy and everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. So, you know, look. Newt's Bill Nighy's be- great in Love Actually. Oh, I'm not Yes, you're saying he's great <laughs> in everything, but everything he's in is bad, that's except true. for Love Actually. <laughs> he's made a lot of shit, but he is the best part of that shit. Always. Look, Newt's commander can act. But I just don't, I just don't even care. He won the Oscar. For he that. won the Oscar for it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's fine. Um, I rewatched Frozen for the first time in for the first time in forever. Uh, see what I did? There? <laughs> I did see what you uh, did. There. And it was way better than I remember it because I think I just overwatched, we overwatched it, it. <laughs> we watched it too many times. Uh, and it was delightful. It's so good. And then I re- hit he re hit my Marvel movies for this year. Uh, I watched Ant Man the Wasp previously a couple weeks ago. Black Panther, Thor, Ragnarok, and Infinity War, and they're all three excellent. Even when you want to say Infinity War is not, it's fine. Um, Infinity that, War is excellent. It's fine. It is a f- excellent piece of filmmaking. Just, it's not it's, as good after Black Panther. It shouldn't. Uh, it, it really shouldn't work. Like it. It yeah. shouldn't. And it and it does very very well. And the one thing it does better than almost any movie I've ever seen is that movie is about a villain. And it doesn't suffer from it. Like, Suicide Squad is about a bunch of villains, and that movie is straight-up garbage. Venom is about a villain, and it's straight-up garbage. This movie is... is uh, it, it's, it's Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is about Thanos, and it works in its favor. Uh, yeah. I like that movie a lot. I think, I think Marvel's getting better at their villain problem. I do, too. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched that much. I, I've been watching and listening to a lot of Critical Role, and that's been powering me through my life at this point. Yeah. Um, it's hard to stop once well, you get going. And, and it's just so easy, because I can actively watch it and enjoy it, and I can also passively like yeah, listen to sure. it and watch it and enjoy it. But for Christmas, I watched uh, The Snowman, which is a 1980s animated film that I used to watch all the time as a kid. It's kind of a sentimental value thing. Completely silent film about... Wow. It's, Snowman. Yeah, well, it's it's a silent animated film about a young boy who brings a magic snowman to life, kind of like Frosty the Snowman, but they go on a magical adventure to meet other snowmen and Santa Claus, and it's uh, it's is a Frosty whole thing. in it? No, 
It's like a knockoff of Frozen. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's. I don't know where the guy's from, but it's definitely like a Nordic country. Like it's mm. based off a children's book. That's cool. Um, we watched the original Grinch, also the original animated Grinch, which is so fucking good. Yeah, I yeah. forgot how good it yeah, is. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, New Grinch is so bad. I watched it. And I, I like the Jim Carrey one. Well, but, I mean, the, like the yeah. No, I know you're talking about yeah, the yeah, Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch. Benedict one. Cumberbatch. Uh, by the way, I just want to say uh, I saw this thing on Twitter that was uh, he's like, isn't Bird Box Bandersnatch that guy who made who plays Doctor Strange? <laughs> <laughs> It's a fantastic <laughs> joke. <laughs> that, that is That's a, good, a really joke. good joke. Yeah. <laughs> I did watch Black Mirror Vandersnatch. I forgot to say that. But and uh, the other thing I watch is is the new Alfonso Cuarón movie on Netflix, Roma. Which again is is, is it, how long is it? It's two hours, and it is a long two hours. Yeah. So it's it's it's. I'm it. not watching. Semi autobiographical. It's in black and white. It's in Spanish. Um, it's about. <sighs> A uh, a maid for kind yeah, of <laughs> <so> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> kind of a a wealthy Mexican family, and kind of the movie takes great pains to show you the world from her perspective. And for a lot of that, it just means there's a lot of noisy ass background shit, and it's really fucking slow. Now, granted, I will say that I'm not going to spoil it for people who want to go out and listen to it, but or watch it. But it uh it does build to a really powerful scene. Towards the end, like, it, it does build towards something, but it's a lot of fucking work to get there. Um, and, I mean, like, it's, it's what you come to expect from, from Quaron. You know, it's, it's a lot of these long shots. They're almost comparatively to, uh, what's, what's the movie, uh, Star is Born, where it's all close-ups. There are almost no close-ups. Most of the, almost all the movie is, like, long shots mm-hmm. of an environment and someone in that environment. And so, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of movement. Every, every scene is kind of this, you know, living organism. You sound so pretentious right now. No, 100%. Know, oh because it is. Like, it is a pretentious-ass movie. It is 100% directed to be... I feel like you love that shit. I do, but it was boring <laughs> as fuck, man. It was so hard to watch. So, like, if you want to be in on it, like, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about recommending it. It is better than Transformers, but it is a fucking hard watch. <laughs> you think it's better than Transformers, but you don't think anyone else is going to think it's better than Transformers. I think, I mean... <laughs> Other pretentious douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> look, if you, if, you th- if you can make it through the movie, you will like it. But I imagine that a lot of people will not make it through the movie uh, because it's boring as fuck. Yeah. I don't think I will. Yeah, no, it's it's Based fair. on your description. I'm glad you talked to me about it, because like when it, when it was like, Cron, and it's getting good reviews, I'm like, I'm going to watch that shit. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not now. Yeah, well, that's all I've been watching. What have you been up to, Ian? All right, so I've actually been going to the theater a lot. Well, you work at once. So that makes sense. Yeah, so I've seen Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, which I told you guys when I walked out of it that it was going to be your favorite movies. I have, haven't listened to your episode about it. Was it your favorite Yes. <laughs> yeah, we liked it a lot. Wasn't Doc Ock cool as a girl? Yeah, we yes. love that part. Yeah, um, I thought that was good. I don't. It's definitely the best anime movie. I thought it was better. Incredibles. Saw I would Vice. Agree with that. Vice was really, really good. I'd highly recommend that. I saw the Mule. Um, not Clint's best, but it's it's cool. You can tell Joseph and I we were right. Uh, you could say that we were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not his best. It's, <laughs> what did what did we say about the Mule? You were very excited for it. We were very cautious. Yeah, yeah. it's not that good. Um, Mary Poppins Returns is actually really good. Okay, um, that's good. It, it holds up. Um, Lin Manuel Miranda as the new uh, chimney sweeper is awesome. I don't know how he sings so fast and enunciates so well. Right, it's uncanny. That's a superpower. <laughs> I saw him say that he does a scene where he like sings and rides a bike at the same time or something. And he says it's the hardest thing he's ever done. But um it's magical. You know, it's it's really good. So um it's a family movie, go with your family. I saw Bumblebee, 
Bumblebee is 10 times better than any other Transformer movie. It is very 80s, but the CGI is fucking dope. There's an opening fight scene with a Jet Transformer. I'm not a big Transformer guy. I don't know their names. Jet Transformer and Bumblebee. And it's just like on the mountain cliffs. And just like the shit they're doing is so cool. Yeah. I saw Aquaman. Oh, and John Cena is great in that movie. You're right. I think he's going to become a thing as another muscle-bound guy. And then the last thing I saw was Aquaman. I really like Aquaman walking out of it. I'm starting to, like, you know, yeah, yeah. temper a little bit. I need to watch it again. It's it's fun. It's making fun of itself. The CGI looks great. Patrick Wilson's great as Ocean Master. And, like, they go to all seven kingdoms of Atlantis. They're mm. all unique and different. There's a lot of world-building there, and, it, and it's well done. But there's just... There's something missing. I don't know. Like a lead actor. Yeah, he, I mean, he can't, he definitely can't act. I mean, at all. And that that might be the issue. There's there's some heart or stakes are missing. I don't know. Yeah. It just feels like a summer popcorn. Not much to it, but it's fun. So I'd recommend that one too. So I've been yeah, I've been hitting all the best one I've you seen. Watched a lot. Vice is fucking. I've already talked yeah, about. Yeah, I want to say it's so bad. Definitely go see Vice because all of, everyone in that movie is Sam Rockwell nips. You're going to love it. I that. love Sam yeah. Rockwell so, I mean, It's got all people you guys are going to love. All right, that's all. Love it. Uh, well, cool, guys. Again, you know, uh, thanks for thanks for sharing 2018 with us, and uh, we're, we'll, uh, we're excited to hopefully share 2019 with you starting next week. Uh, enjoy your New Year's. Um, but in the meantime, thank you guys for listening. Uh, please rate and subscribe and tell all your friends. If you have other things that we missed that were important from 2019, other favorite movies, other things that you just wanted us to talk about from 2018 that, uh, that were notable, please reach us at uh, betterthantransformers at gmail, gmail.com um, and also at Real Phonies on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I, I genuinely would like to hear what other people have thought about you know things that flew under the yeah. radar, things that disappointed them, things that they loved. Favorite movies. Yeah. Anything that comes to mind. Uh, but... It, in the meantime, uh, thank you to uh, Zach Evans-Farr and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys next year. Later. Have, Have a good one. Year.